Blog Talk Radio. The Pipe Bomb Radio Network proudly presents Pipe Bomb Radio, the show with the freshest insight, interviews, and opinions on the world of professional wrestling. With your host, El Jefe, Felix Oledo. The Godfather, Nate Milton. Godfather's in the house. And the Aztec Warrior, Alex Cruz. I'm an Aztec Warrior. Ah! So sit back and relax, because Pipe Bomb Radio goes live now. It's showtime, folks! Welcome back, everybody, to Pipe Bomb Radio. Hop in for a month, come back a month later. It has been a crazy, crazy couple of months, let me tell you. For first hand, it's been chaotic, but busy, I think, in a good sense, because it just seems like the more we catch up, the more we finish, the more we feel like we're getting there, and then we get busy with so much going on. That doesn't necessarily mean that Pipe Bomb Radio has gone away. I mean, it's still here. We're, we're still going. You know, we've got a whole new month here, and we're back to kick some butt, of course. You know, we're back to have some fun. There's always fun. We're definitely back to have some laughs. And if you all heard last last time we came back on the show, uh, I think we were the I was the butt of a few jokes, but that's okay. I can take jokes. I can take them because I was absent for about a month. I think I was God. I think it was gone for the whole month of March, and. So, yeah, I, you know, I had to take a little little poke in here, a little ribbon here, you know. It is what it is. But um, we're back this month with the month of May kicking off here. And we're just going to keep it simple. I mean, we're going to keep it right to the, you know, to the point and discuss the, just what's been going on over the last month, really. You know, whether whether it was the, uh, the uh, payback pay-per-view that just happened or the upcoming backlash, we can discuss both, and we will. And just the happenings in, 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 in TNA wrestling and, well, I I got to pose a question to the guys when they get in here, but uh, who is going to be the next breakout star? Cena is starting to wind down a little bit. Not saying he's done. Clearly, he's not. But I have my opinions, and I, I'd love to hear them. You know, speak on theirs. And feel free to tune in uh, tonight and uh, and uh, share your thoughts. You know, we can we might even consider taking some calls. Be warned. If it gets crazy, I won't hesitate to cut it. To be respectful, that's all I ask. But um, otherwise, let's have some fun. And I believe the Aztec warrior is chiming in. He's like, let me on, let me on, hurry up. So without any further ado, and of course, uh, usually the one that's always here on time besides me, Mr. Alex Cruz. What is up, Felix? What's up, Pipe Bomb Radio? We are here in the month of May, and I heard you say... Something about a butt, and the biggest butt of them all is on tonight, and that is El Guerrero Azteca, <laughs> Alex Cruz. So now we can really get Pipe Bomb Radio started, because the other <laughs> half of the Latino coalition here on Pipe Bomb Radio has arrived. <laughs> Felix, what's up, my brother? There you Your go. Your voice is just like soft velvet 
just any time, any time you listen to it, it just soothes you. You know, you can be having you can be having a bad day where you just want to throw rocks at kittens, and we listen to Felix Lomelo's voice, and you just want to go pick up the rock, toss it, and just go kiss the kitten. You know, it's it's just the way it is. Wow, that is the first time I've ever heard that comparison. So I'm scratching my head, but I'm saying thank you. <laughs> ah, you're welcome. You're welcome. Oh, oh. Oh, oh my God! Hold on. Let, let, we got to stop. Hold on. Stop. Stop the presses. Stop the presses because this is a first. This is a first. Nate Milton's ready. He's ready to come on. <laughs> he ain't making no fashionably late entrance. Stop the presses. Could this be true? What? Well, well, well. <laughs> What's going on, brothers? <laughs> oh, the Godfather. <laughs> How you been, Nate? Uh, been pretty good, guys. A uh, lot going on, as I'm sure uh, you, you both know. But uh, it's good to be back, and uh, we got a lot to talk about this week, fellas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely touching on a lot of things where we've been where we've been at because we've been kind of MIA all, almost a month now. So, kind of update everybody on what what everybody's been doing. Not to mention uh, touching bases on the, the thoughts and the aftermath of uh, the payback pay per view. And I'll be honest. I'll be honest. I'm going to just throw it out there right now. I'm actually looking forward to the backlash pay-per-view. It wasn't so much impressed with the payback one, but we'll get into that later. But um, uh, you know what? Let's, let's, let's start it off right now. I'm going to go over to Nate since he, 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 he's the voice of the voiceless of the voiceless of the voiceless, and he talks about everything with everybody. <laughs> I, I, you know what? He's going to be, he's going to be who, who, who's a good comparison. If he is not going to be the next Byron Saxon, I don't know who's going to be. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. So, what, what, what you been up to, man? How you been doing? What you been? What shows you been working with? And uh, update us. Let us know what's going on, man. Oh well, of course, the King of Sports still going strong. Uh, Brother Marcus and myself from Yahoo Sports uh, been holding that down. Uh, got clotheslines and headlines, and of course, I have Keep It 2000, the WCW Monday Nitro review show, which. Uh, I, I don't wish this type of pain on anybody going back and watching all the nitros from the year 2000 in order. <laughs> yes. That's not an easy task. Oh, and then we haven't even gotten to the uh, reboot and the David Arquette title run yet. So, yeah, we, we got a lot in store for it. Oh. Okay. Okay. I got you. All right. All right. So, Alex, you still there? Yo. Oh yeah, I'm here. I'm just what's I'm been, just listening to Nate. What's so what's what's been going on with you, man? What you've been tra- where you've been traveling to? What shows you've been uh, been a part of? Update us. You got to know what's man, going on, man. I, know. Yeah, man. I'm I'm actually pretty excited that the the month of April has actually come to an end. It was probably the biggest busiest month of my wrestling career so far. Um, ended the month with a brutal last man standing match with uh Serpenico, and uh. You know, finally, 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 got rid of all the demons and, and finally just stayed standing just a split half second longer than him and was able to come away with the uh, with the victory on that one. And I mean, the match was epic. Uh, it was, you know, obviously our company over here in, at Elevate Pro. And I mean, getting power bombed on on solid wood is, was not fun. But um, but as hopefully most of you have seen, I, I, I improvised during that match and. Rode a scooter and clotheslined somebody off of a chair in a trash can, so that was pretty fun. I saw that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, 
So uh, you're having it's fun, been good, man. You? you know, I'm just. Oh, dude, I was having a blast. It was good, you know, just just finally getting a little payback on him, a little redemption. But uh, but no, now I, I get to enjoy the month of May. I'm taking you know a little bit of time off. The performance center's up and running out here, and we're training three days a week, three hours a day, and you know we're just really making the most of it. And you know I'm just kind of resting my body a little bit, still training and getting ready for the month of June. So, but everything's been good, man. Glad to hear everybody's been doing good. Everybody's been keeping up with uh, the crazy world of was it? Should I say some? Uh, the wrestling world, the pro wrestling world, the entertainment world. Oh, oh yeah. Everything. Well, what about you, though, Felix? I mean, what, what, have, what have you been up to, brother, besides uh, lifting weights, clanging and banging with the soul, Swole Patrol out there? What, what you been up to? <laughs> right. I don't know if it's the Soul Patrol, but, well, no, not, nothing really has changed. I mean, besides uh, having to dodge in that, uh, what's the word, uh, ducking and dodging the traffic just to race home because I, I just got the hell kicked out of me about an hour ago. And yeah, I'm not kind of licking my wounds <laughs> at the moment, but you know, um, nothing's been changing. I mean, at this point work wise, it's just been, you know, I've got my schedule adjusted now. So, I mean, I, I'm not going to be disappearing anytime soon. Uh, looking forward to seeing what we can do for the summertime. And you know what I have to say out of the three of us, I'm probably, I need the, probably the most boring, uh, calm life out of the three of us, because y'all keep busy, and I keep busy doing my thing, but it's not as hectic and crazy as you guys, I'll be honest. <laughs> my thing is work, working out, and then the podcast, and, and I'm, I, oh, well, I guess I could say it now. I mean, I'm back in college again, pursuing my graduate degree. Yes. So, I am staying pretty nice. Busy. Education, you know, even at my age, I can still educate myself. I mean, this old dog's got to learn some more new tricks, you know. Amen. You know what? They they say old dogs can't learn new tricks, but you know what? You break those barriers. <laughs> I know. <laughs> well, I don't know. What do you think, Nate? Can us old dogs be taught? Hey, uh, until it's uh, truly the last ride, you can always learn something, brother. There you go. Yeah, I like I mean, that. That's, 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 I like that. <laughs> Amen. All right. All right. Here's the thing I have to say Uh-oh. to you guys. You know, no, and it's not bad because it's not even, well, okay, maybe it's a little bit of a rant, but um, I I haven't been enjoying Monday Night Raw lately. I've been enjoying SmackDown. Mm-hmm. And, and it's not so much that it's a bad show. It just, oh, I'm, you know, and I can't complain. I can't, but I have to. Three hours is too long. How is it SmackDown can entertain the hell out of you for two hours? And Raw is struggling with three. Help me out here. What am I missing? There's not that the, the, the talent's not there, because clearly they've got great talent on both shows. Clearly. But I feel like they're dragging. And I love that Kurt Angle's there. So I'm hoping, you know, things, you know, going into summer, in the summertime will start to pick up. And, and, and I'm just, I don't know. Help me out, guys. What, what am I missing? What's Raw lacking that, that they need to start focusing more on? Is it the cruiserweights? Is it, is it the women? Is it, is it somebody that's got to be the breakout star of Raw that they're expecting maybe Finn Balor to be? Hmm. I don't know. Uh, talent. Huh. If you look at that roster, like they've got the talent. It's just a matter of storytelling. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I, I, think, I think basically they, they got too many toys in the toy box right now. I mean, I mean that's, that's common. You got – 
You got so many awesome toys in, in, in one toy box. You want to play with them all, but you just can't. You can't. There's just no mm. way, shape, or form that you can play with all of them at the same time because at some point, you got to put the others down to play with the ones you really want to play with. So, um, so the way I look at it is, I, I think. All right. Well, there's this. This is a twofold statement on my end. So the first one is, I think okay. that overall, Raw has been entertaining, but it's dragging. It is dragging because there's so much time that there's a lot of wasted space. And it's funny because in wrestling, you know, we learn, we learn when we're training. The one thing you don't want to do is leave dead space in the ring. You know, like if you're gonna, if you're gonna run and strike somebody in the corner, and you're working them in the corner, and you're beating them down. Why are you going to run all the way to the opposite side of the ring to come all the way back and hit him again when you already had him on the ground, right? So why are we dragging out so many segments when you're already hitting it and you're doing what you need to do, but now that you're dragging it and adding just more fillers in there, it's really killing. It's just, you know, Raw's, you know, I'm truly enjoying SmackDown myself a lot more. But here's the other problem. If you want to be the flagship show, now, again, as I say every single time, this is just an opinion. So if anybody gets effect, uh, offended or anything, this is just opinion. This is what we're talking about. This is Pipe Bomb Radio, hence the name Pipe Bomb. You guys should know what it means. Uh, I, I'm not questioning the, the higher-ups, but I, I am going to you know, speak my mind on a certain decision. As um, I want to say, sure. oh, my God, I'm having a brain fart. Um, was it? Huh. Um, sorry. I'm trying to remember who said it. Oh, yeah, it was Dean Ambrose said it perfectly. He's got the title that is being defended and on TV every single week, and he's ready to fight at any time. Once again, I said it before WrestleMania, and it's happening all over again. You put the title on Brock Lesnar, I understand, but you just made the universal title irrelevant yet again because it is not seen on TV. It was not defended at payback. So it's just one of these things where – it's not about making this thing prestigious or anything. No, Brock Lesnar is cheapening that title because you, I, you, you want to know, unfortunately, what happened. I mean, granted, I've, I, I've taken a lot of bumps in the month of, of April, so I, I know my brain isn't fully caught up to speed again. But on Monday, when uh, I'm sorry, on Sunday during payback, when the Miz asked Finn Balor, do you not know who the universal champion is? I literally, guys, I, I, I shit you not. I literally forgot who the champion was. I was sitting there, I was like, man, wait a second, who, who's the champion right now? I, I couldn't even think of it. Then I was like, oh, yeah, Brock Lesnar. There's your biggest problem is that the damn title's not being defended. It's not seen on, on WWE television. Yeah, you might see Brock Lesnar next week, but, I mean, we don't know what angle they're rolling with this. But I think the biggest problem is that you're putting this title on a champion that is not there every week defending it or at least showing it and representing it the way it should be. Drop the mic, walk away. Drop the mic and walk away. Man. <laughs> yep. That's basically all you need to say because there's there's truth to it because we, we see Randy Orton on SmackDown. You know, he's a champion of the brand there. And then, of course, NXT's champion, you know, Bobby Roode is still around. So, so so yes, I know why they're doing it. I get it. Because he's a box office name, and, and, and maybe they feel he holds prestige to the title to a point. But needless to say, this, this is the second time show. he's doing this. Go, go ahead. I agree. Oh no, I'm just saying. Needless On to the, say, this is the second time he's done this. So that is that is the yeah. worst part about it all. Mm-hmm. He's got Vince behind him. 
And hmm. the problem with this, and, and it's not so much that Vince is behind him, it's the fact that this is their flagship show. This is the show that's been around for over, over 20 plus years, and they're without a champion right now. Not physically. Well, okay. He's not there every week, like you said. Now, they're going into this pay per view uh, in July, which I, I, I'm still scratching my damn head about because, uh, help me out, guys. Really? Great balls of fire? What's oh, the, my God. What, <laughs> a, a real WTF moment because. Are we going to have Jerry Lee Lewis singing that song as, as an entrance or as not entrance? As, is he going to be there to sing it? I mean, what the hell were they thinking? I, and, and don't get me wrong. I'm all for changing names of pay-per-views. I'm all for it. I, you know, I dug some of the crazy names they've come up with. Fastlane. I'm cool with that. You know, even though they don't do extreme anymore, extreme rules, even though it's kind of lame, but I dig it. I, you know, I, I'm, you know, it is what it is. I just didn't understand the logic behind it because is there going to be a theme to this? Is this taking over money in the bank or is money in the bank just going to one brand now? I have heard that. And apparently Brock's going to defend the title at that pay-per-view. So we'll see him just not anytime soon. And that's a shame. Because he needs to be, he needs to be on there. Even if he's not wrestling, he doesn't have to wrestle. But like Alex is saying, you have to send the title. You're the champion of that brand. Why would you not want to be there? Do they not want to pay him enough? Is he, I mean, he's already the highest highest paid performer they got on that roster, and he's not there all the time. And it's not to bash him. It's just it doesn't make sense. That's all. <laughs> and it's see well, to me too, that goes back that goes back to the storytelling though, you know, kind of part and parcel because if you don't have a champion there who in the world of this this production is your main character then you've got to have good side characters. And I don't think Raw does. Like, they have good toys, as Alice was saying earlier, but they're not using them in the right way. Roman Reigns being, you know, maybe the prime example of somebody that they don't know what the hell to do with. See, and even then, with Roman, I'm not going to bash the guy. I'm really not. And, you know, obviously I have my reasons to bash him. I'm not going to. Here's the thing they could have done with him, and, and, and they didn't jump on this. And it's a shame because – when you put somebody who are who is really really hated, I mean he really he not as equal to Cena, but he's hated. He gets booed out of the building every time anywhere he goes. Then you put him up against one of the most respected, if not the most respected, uh, character they had on the roster, the Undertaker. Now you knew if you put him over at WrestleMania, this is going to give him nuclear heat. This is going to put him as the most hated man on the roster. Why not run with that? Let him run with that. Let him. And when he came in, and Alex, I think you even talked about this on the last show. All he had to say was what he said when he walked in the ring that the, the night after WrestleMania, and he had them in the palm of his hands. That was it. Yep. My yard now. Why didn't you run with that? Capitalize on that heat. I mean, look, I'm not a wrestling. I'm not a wrestler. I'm not. I'm just saying. You have a good moment like that. Jump on it. Take it. Run with it. Because he could be the absolute best heel they have on the roster going into SummerSlam. But, I digress, they go back and finish off a war. That is still confusing me. I get that they want to put Braun Strowman over as a big monster heel. I get it. I get it. I have no complaints about it. I still wondered what the hell they were going to do with him. I think Nate and myself were talking about that. Uh, I think yeah, you, The three of us were all talking about that earlier this year when 
or maybe it was late last year. I don't remember. Either way, we, we talked about Braun Strowman and where they were going to go with him because they just kept giving him squash after squash after squash after with no direction. Sami Zayn, pointless. And now they've got him as something that's really looking at making him look really strong, I guess, and unstoppable for him to take out the, the, the legend of the big show. Literally take him out, take the ring out, take everybody around him out. That was kind of crazy. But, you know, I just don't understand with, with, with the, the positioning of, of the Roman Reigns situation, they just didn't jump on it as good as they could have. Just my thoughts. Well, here's something uh, earlier today, not to uh, not to name drop Brother Felix, but I was talking online with uh, Jimmy Corderas, a former WWE rep, and we were going back and forth back. about about the Roman Reigns thing. And he was like, yeah, I understand the point you're making, but at the end of the day, it's a business. And there's money to be made in Roman Reigns, which then begs the question, okay, if, if you can't make money off a of heel Roman with, mm-hmm. with the merchandise and all that stuff for the kids, then that's one thing. But if you don't have any other baby faces, and that's the problem, outside of a guy like Cena or, uh, you know, somebody like the Lucha Dragon uh, that is marketable to the kids or the New Day, where's your next baby face? And they've had a problem building strong baby faces for a while. You know, you look at Seth Rollins. You look at the trouble that, that uh, Goldberg had for a while. Like, I, I don't see any compelling baby faces that would allow Roman to embrace that heel persona that he had that night after WrestleMania, which I agree, Felix, I thought was maybe some of the best work Roman has done in a long time, just the way he controlled that crowd the night after Mania. Yeah, yeah, I agree. And, you know, going into payback, I knew that they had to finish the whole thing with Roman and, 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 and Braun. Fair enough, I get that. They had to finish it. And the, 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 the unfortunate circumstance, and I do, you know, I, I never joke about this because, you know, in situations like this, you can't say anything bad. You can't. And, you know, I do send my heartfelt condolences to the family, you know, because losing a brother, losing a relative, losing anybody is never easy. And obviously Roman lost his brother. You know, he was uh, Rosie, he was Matt in Hawaii, you know, it was unfortunate. It was tragic. And with the circumstances of him coming off TV after that and just whole everything going and building up, I can't even imagine how he has been feeling. So in that sense, my heart goes out to him because it's unfortunate. However, the coming back to TV and working with, with, with Braun and, and getting this guy over, and which is what they're trying to do, which is I think they've done that, to tease the idea of putting him against Brock Lesnar, Let's just say I'm glad they didn't put him up against The Undertaker because there had been talks that maybe they were going to put him against The Undertaker at WrestleMania, and they booed that the hell out of the building. <laughs> but anyway, you know, that's payback. You know, we, we see, you know, Jericho wins the title. Now, everybody is already speculating or probably already knows Jericho is done. He, he, he's going to start to tour with his band again, which I guess it doesn't necessarily mean he's going to be completely done but he'll start to wind himself, pull himself away from TV for a while. So he goes to SmackDown. And <laughs> they really, really love them, the little pint-sized uh, goddess WWE, if you will, Alexa Bliss. Nothing against it. Oh, my baby. <laughs> oh, my baby. <laughs> well, y'all are the same size, so I guess so, huh? 
Uh, <laughs> I'm kidding. Uh, I, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. You know, I have nothing against Alexa. I really don't. I enjoyed her run on SmackDown. And then I just didn't understand the quick push for, for Raw. I mean, not, I don't know. Am, am, I, am I wrong for thinking this? I mean, coming over to Raw, the flagship show, and all of a sudden, a week later, she's got the title. Now, nope. It, it, it needed they, to be done. I, I thought because... they were going to do – please explain. Elaborate. Oh, no, no. I was saying it needed to be done because obviously you take away Charlotte, who was the top heel – on, you know, basically she's, she was the, the top heel on, on Raw. You take her to SmackDown, yep. what does Raw have left? You have Bailey and Sasha Banks, all baby faces. Mickey James, I mean, she, she's not getting the reaction she used to. And, you know, you have... Nia Jax. Obviously, Nia Jax. Who hotter, and I mean this in both ways, literally and physically, who hotter than Alexa Bliss to come in, dethrone Bailey, and now, I mean, look... If you didn't see last week, Alexa Bliss completely annihilated Bailey on that promo. Bailey didn't they didn't even give Bailey a chance to say anything back, didn't give Bailey a chance to even redeem herself after Alexa, Alexa Bliss just wiped the floor with her at the end of the uh at the end of that segment. I mean, right now, I mean, she's she's backing everything up. I mean, she's great on the mic. She's, you know, the the, the crowd is loving to cheer her. And and I don't know. I mean, she's doing exactly what you want out of a, out of a out of a heel. And she's, I mean, and she's pick. She's doing what she needs to do in the ring too. So I mean, you can't you can't take anything away from her. I mean, yeah, it was. I mean, she technically is the first to hold both titles, and uh, you know now Charlotte's converting into a, a baby face, and she's you know now in this whole angle against you know the the welcome committee or whatever it is. But you know it's just. I don't know. It changes it all. Fair enough. And, okay, I'm going to jump on this. Two things real quick, and I want you guys' feedback on these two things. Number one, I'm annoyed with Enzo and Cass. I think they're past annoyed annoyed with me. I'm annoyed. Okay, I'm annoyed with them. They're not annoyed with me. (laughs) But I don't. You don't know that. Shut up. Kidding. <laughs> no, I don't. It just, yeah. I'm over it. I'm over it. They need to do. They need to just tweak them up a little bit. Do something with them because there's only so much. Oh, you didn't know before they got sick of it. How much can this get over? How much more can this get over? These guys are not the New Day. Clearly, New Day's not even been seen on SmackDown lately. I haven't watched tonight, so I don't know. But. <laughs> Am I wrong? I mean, do these guys need to be tweaked up a little bit, or maybe I'm just being too picky? Mm. Yeah. If I'm being too nitpicky, please let me know. Well, see, I don't, I don't think you're being too nitpicky. I think the problem is not with the characters. But, again, I hate to keep going yeah. back to it with the storytelling because I think the moment we had that, uh, that angle a couple months ago, Alex, with uh, Rusev and Lon. <laughs> Oh, yep. Like please, character. please don't talk about the, the the summer ray thing. Oh God, please don't bring that up. <laughs> and and what, once you once you took that away from Enzo, to me, he can become instantly annoying because it's one thing if if you got a friend that is a loud mouth and a motor mouth, that's one thing. You know, we we worked with a guy on this show who was a friend who was a wow. loud mouth and a motor mouth, Felix. Uh, oh God! Shout out to Austin. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> 
But but if if you know that guy is not your friend, he is super annoying, and I think that's what's happened with Enzo. Agreed. And I thought you were going back to the whole summer race thing when uh, summer race supposed to marry Rusev. I was like, oh god, no. No, where is Summer Rae? Has anybody seen this girl in, in months or years? No, she, she, she's good. I don't think they got nothing at. for her except she pops in on Total Divas. Don't ask me why I know this. Uh, otherwise, because <laughs> you love the Bellas, Felix. We know. We know. Oh, shit. Okay, my secret's uncovered. No, I'm kidding. No, I really don't. But um, <laughs> there's just so many unanswered questions coming out of the pay-per-view. And the two, I guess, I'm still kind of wondering where they're going to go with. And this is, uh, well, the Enzo casting was just a piece, but there's two areas here. The Hardy Boys title match and the whole House of Horrors match, which wasn't even for the damn title. Now, the Hardys have been teasing the idea of bringing back the Broken Hardys. <laughs> if it's going to happen, it might just happen. But with the heel turn of Cesaro and Sheamus, I'm just going to say, hmm. And then, not to mention, am I the only one that was confused with the whole House of Horrors match? Is it Halloween? Oh, boy. I mean, was this this a similar spin the wheel, make the deal kind of thing? I mean, help me out here. Was I only one? Okay, I'm not, okay, I'm really not shit talking about the whole damn pay-per-view, but I'm really just left with, like, a WTF (laughs) moment. I'm really Really? All right, so 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 I got a little inside information on the because um, I was talking to some some sources close to uh, mm-hmm. TNA and also just the Hardys, but from what I know is that apparently WWE and TNA has been in talks to where I think WWE finally got their hands on back on the broken gimmick because obviously that was mm-hmm. one of the things that they wanted going into this. So from what I know and from what I was told is that you know. Basically, you wanna you wanna sit there and say, oh yeah, you know you can't have the broken gimmick, but also you gotta think when Jeff Hardy was with WWE, he was a charismatic enigma. So he goes yep. over to TNA and they're still using the word enigma, which is still legally owned by the WWE. So WWE WWE, ah, WWE was like, hey, look, if you wanna play this game. We own the rights to Enigma, so if you want to go and take this thing out, you know, I mean, we're going to basically sue you for way more than you guys can actually even put down. So um, so from what I'm hearing is that the booking gimmick should be back uh, fairly soon. We don't know when, but I was thinking that once the Hardys got beat up like they did, that they would come back a little broken, and, um, you know, we might see it soon. But, um yeah, as far as as far as this, um, yeah, the broken gimmick, it, it's a must. You have to. I mean, you know, they keep teasing it. They keep, you know, keeping signs of it, so it's good. Um, <laughs> the House of Horrors. Uh, the final deletion gone wrong, maybe? Uh, I, I don't know. Like, oh! from my opinion, just as a fan. Oh, shots fired. <laughs> yeah, look, I, I enjoyed the final de- deletion, but, man, it's just, <sighs> I, this is just as a fan, man, and, and honestly just, like, I get the concept that we're trying to do, but it just didn't work, man. It didn't make sense. Bray Wyatt took five brutal punches, and that basically did him. That basically knocked him out the whole entire time. Um, I mean, the fridge did more to Randy Orton than Bray Wyatt did to Randy Orton. So kudos to the fridge, um, <laughs> you know, for, for being the silent champion in the match. Um, 
then I, I just oh man the the it was it was literally along the lines of as pointless as the the, what do you call it the um, those little those little uh, the little worms at WrestleMania those graphics in the ring it Mm. just it didn't it didn't make sense it's just the the false use yeah the 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 false use of those powers that that made no sense in that match and then you have this House of Horrors which it just again there was just not. it just wasn't it, it it just didn't work, man. You know, some things work, some things don't. This didn't work. I mean, I was reading comments all the day after and everything on Facebook of just what other fans were saying and there was nothing really good about it. You didn't hear anything good feedback. I just think it was a big uh opportunity drop and let's go ahead and talk about this because you mentioned something before that you were confused. Originally this match was supposed to be for the title. So yep. all of a sudden all of a sudden, you know, I guess with the with the with the shakeup, even though with the shakeup, it you know I, maybe it just null and voided the whole title thing. But at one point we were aware that this was for the title, and then out of nowhere it wasn't. So um, I, I don't know. I just think this match, the way it ended, just made no sense to what the match was. And I don't know, man. It's uh, I'm I'm done there. <laughs> you know, you know what I would have liked to have seen, guys. And- this was teased, I want to say, maybe maybe last year-ish. I, I, when I tell you, you obviously correct me on this, but the once they do bring back Broken Matt Hardy, have him take on Bray Wyatt. Because they're going to break the Hardys up eventually. That's going to happen. They do it every time. And if Matt's going to venture out on his own as the Broken character, why not put him up against Bray Wyatt? They, they were teasing a possibility of the two going at it last year or before even the Hardys came back, you know? I mean, they were taking shots at each other over the uh, whole, the the final deletion, and, and, and do you guys remember this? Yep. Okay. Can't so, say that I don't. <laughs> I hope you can't say you don't. I know you follow this as much as I do. Come on, man. <laughs> but that said... I, I'm I'm pretty much done with payback. Uh, that's all I'm going to say. I'm hoping that you know in in into the uh, you know, the next pay per view they got coming up in in June that some you know we'll see something out of this because I'm pretty sure the Roman Braun thing is far from done. I'm sorry, did I yawn? I'm oh, sorry, you guys didn't hear that, right? Anyways, moving on. Um, <laughs> well, real quick, real quick uh, before we leave uh, before we leave payback, uh, go for it. Because this is not the first time. The Wyatts have done something that has been final deletion esque and it hasn't worked out. Uh, remember they mm-hmm. the, the compound fight with the New Day. So, like I, I'm cautiously optimistic with the Hardys getting the broken character because I've seen the WWE's interpretation, and if they have that much control over the product, then how much freedom will Matt have? And that's a big thing I think people overlook. Like you can you know make jokes about Impact or whatever. But the reason the Hardy stuff worked was not only because Matt had this idea, but because TNA gave him the freedom, and you had somebody like Jeremy Borash as a point man to work this thing out. I don't know if the WWE is going to be able to do that, given the storytelling on Raw that I've already talked about like 10 times tonight. Like, I, I don't know if they'll yep. screw up the unscrewable, which is the, the brilliance of the broken Matt Hardy character. Yep. 
That's a big if. That's a big question because they they don't know where, I don't know if they know what to do with the talent that they have. You know, I'm going to leave this alone now. I'm really going to leave this alone because this can be for future discussions as we get closer and we'll go on on to the summertime and, and even in, even bring on some people to talk about it as well because there's still a lot going on on Raw that I'm hoping will change. But if it doesn't change, we will address it on, on into the future. And I'll just throw it out there, Samoa Joe. Enough said. <laughs> okay, I digress. You know, they could do so much with more with this guy, but he, they, they, he's kind of flopping around. But anyway. It's um, like, what, whatever happened? I know uh, I know he's not your favorite, but whatever happened to these stages? No, no, it's not. It's not oh, Say that one more time. Like, whatever thing, happened I, to that with, with, with uh, Joe and, and Owens now? Owens being moved over to SmackDown. Like, they, they had something that was actually working and clicking with, with Triple H's little group, and they kind of threw that away. Well, I think because they knew eventually Stephanie and Hunter were going to be pulling themselves away from TV for a little bit to let Kurt have fun with the show. And and it's not so much that I'm not a fan of Joe, because I am a huge fan of Joe. I just don't like the fact that he has nothing. And then for him to lose just out of the blue, just like the way he lost at, at payback, that was just uh, – they could do so much more with this guy. He's got the talent. He's got the ability. He can, he can talk on a mic. He can do this. But the fact is – the, what's disappointing enough about this whole situation, and it just doesn't apply to Joe, is the fact that the, fam, the family, I guess you could say, yeah, the, the McMahon family, but the whole the <laughs> WWE don't have, do not have faith in a lot of these people they put on TV to be the next breakout star. They don't. And, that's, and I'm not taking shots at the McMahon family, but you know what? If they let them run with it, if they kept it a little bit real and let them be themselves and not worry so much about ratings, because that's more of the concern now is the rating. And they're okay with getting a two-point this or a two-point that or a one-point this. <sighs> Just let them run with it. These characters, believe it or not, I could see a lot of potential on a lot of these people that could be the next breakout stars. You know, but eh, I'm going to leave it alone. I'm going to leave it alone. I've had left my rant with Raw, so I'm going to leave it alone. If you guys have more to chime in on, please do, but I, I, I want to move over to <laughs> The backlash and even even SmackDown brand and let's talk about that. Unless you guys got more to inquire about Raw, please do. I have one more thing to say about Raw. Go for it. And and I know this this is where you yawn, but but I do have to address. Last <laughs> time I remembered, you know, like I actually um I was in a match uh, about a week or two ago, and. I, I I landed on my knee kind of funny, you know. Actually, I'm sorry. Yeah, well, yeah, I landed on my knee kind of funny, and, you know, like, I feel a little pain, right? So then yep. I was at training last week, and my pad kind of slipped off my knee, and I had a little brush burn. Now, granted, this is this is a radius of maybe, like, a foot and a half from when when I fall down. So I still have a brush burn. So when you throw a man attached to a stretcher off a ledge, hmm. how in the world do you not get any kind of scuff up? There's no blood. There's no scuffs, scrapes, bruises, nothing. It's all internal injuries and a dislocated shoulder. But <laughs> when I hit a canvas about a foot and a half off the ground, I have a brush burn, and you can see the scuff 
on my leg that's still somewhat there. I mean, there's still, still a little scab. So where the ball was dropped is the realism of what you're trying to portray. Now, I understand this is the PG era, but let's, let's think way back in, in the early 2000s when you had the whole Muhammad Hassan gimmick and Kane decided to choke slam the guy through the, through the uh, entranceway and the guy hits the ground and he's laying in a pool of his own blood around his head. That makes sense because if you choke somebody from way up there and he hits his head on the ground, his head's busted open and you never see him again. Roman Reigns gets pushed off. And again, there's no scuffs, no scrapes, no blood, no nothing. So, and then, and then miraculously shows up two weeks later to wrestle a match. Ah, <laughs> uh, guys, I, I'm 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 totally about it. Look, I popped for the Braun Strowman Big Show spot where the ring collapsed. I thought it was awesome, but with this, the the the, the where, where the ball was dropped was the realism of what the severity of that impact should have done realistically. So it's just I feel that the credibility of things is being dumped down the drain, just like when Randy Orton joined the Wyatt family and his his eyes lit up with, like, little thunderbolts and stuff. Come on, man. This this isn't, you know, uh, you're not, (laughs) what's that guy's name off of Mortal Kombat, Raiden, Raiden or whatever, like, you're not the electric guy. I mean, you got to... I like the electric guy. Hey, 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 don't take shots at the electric guy. I like him. Uh, I'm, cool. I'm sorry, you know, but... but I'm, well, the just, electrician's I'm just cool messing. Too, I'm but... just messing. I'm just messing. <laughs> no, I totally understand. I understand. But it's just, again, man, it's just the ball is being dropped with so many aspects of the realism that you're trying to portray. I mean, there's just no yeah. way that you get you get tossed off and there's nothing wrong with you. So, but, but then, you know, Roman Reigns gets... Roman Reigns gets tossed on steel steps and he's, he's spitting out blood. Okay, if you're going to use blood, why didn't you Did use someone slip on the blood so, capsule? I don't know what you're talking about. We don't use blood. I, that's real blood. So, oh, um, that a shot? That maybe a little bit. Maybe yeah. a little bit of a shot. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. So, I mean, at least something. Something's got to be done if you're getting pushed off a ledge. So. But that, that's all I had to say. I just I just think that when you're trying to do something of that great extent, you completely yeah. killed that entire – I mean, Roman Reigns should have been out for at least a month. At least yep. a month. Not for two weeks. So you basically discredited Braun, made him look weak, and Roman Reigns, you made him seem like a god because, I mean, he's he's made of just – and iron and nothing. There was no bends, bumps, bruises, nothing. So that's all I got to say. There, there was a missed opportunity when you needed to make something more severe than what it was, and you just it, it just realistically didn't make sense. Nope. On to oh. backlash. Fair enough. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, oh, where do I begin here, guys? Oh, I so much I can touch on with SmackDown right now. Uh, One thing what, I will gonna... say. Oh no no, you don't want me to get started on this. This is a good rant though. This is a good rant though. I promise you, it's a very good rant because I am becoming such no, not even becoming. I've been such a fan, but more so as I've been watching SmackDown. Where do I begin? Shinsuke Nakamura. Oh, 
I've been a fan of this guy for a while. Wait, 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 You mean you mean Michael Jackson, Felix? <laughs> oh, shot fired. That's all right. Though. You know what though? I, I'm digging. I'm digging the theme. I'm digging the entrance. I'm digging the character. And I can't see why he can't be a champion. Uh, I, I predicted nope. uh, 2018, but some are predicting maybe by the end of the year. People are waiting. They're salivating at the opportunity of a Nakamura versus Styles match because they're both on the same brand. It can happen, and it probably will. If they don't capitalize on that shit, oh, my God. <laughs> anyway, that's one. Two, let's rewind back to 2005-ish. Muhammad Hassan, a character they tried to get over and were succeeding. They were succeeding with him. It worked to a point. World, The world around us, the, you know, reality got in, involved, and they cut him dead and you know he was done in the water he, he, they didn't go any further with him Undertaker take, took him out we never saw him again there's that you, re, you fast forward about 12 years Jinder Mahal nothing against the guy nothing at all hell of a talent looks incredible but they have not put this type of character in, in, in that's anti-American so to speak in a lead heel role in a long time. Is this a smart idea? Is this something that's going to gonna work? Could it work? Is this just a temporary placeholder? You know, I have my opinions about this. And the whole situation with that is it gives me flashbacks to the whole Muhammad Hassan thing. Now, with <laughs> the whole thing with what's going on in the world today, with the, 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 the supposed World War Three coming our way, now, it has no effect on gender and his nationality, but could the reality of the, of the real world sneak back in and they stop him dead cold in his tracks before his run even really takes off? I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm baffled, intrigued, worried. I guess a little bit of all three with that. Mm. And those two were the main things as far as backlash goes. Go ahead. See, I don't even think we're going to get that far, Felix, because I think this is a one-and-done situation. Like, I think this is just kind of a place okay. uh, because as as Brian – as not Brian. I'm thinking of my other show. i got so many. As uh, ah. Alex was saying earlier, you know, uh, the secondary titles have seemed more important since WrestleMania. You know, when you got Kevin Owens and AJ Styles uh, fighting in what will probably be the last match. I think that will be the main event of this show. AJ and uh, Kevin Owens, that's getting all the folks. Uh, so I think the gender thing is intriguing, but I don't see it being more than a one-show kind of deal. Like, I, I think, you know, it's, it's kind of a reward for gender for all his hard work, but I don't see this, you know, I might be wrong, but I don't see this lasting more than one pay-per-view. What's your you opinion know, on it, Alex? Uh, this whole thing, okay, so... I think when when this happened, two things went to my head. I was like, okay. It, at first I was like, gender? But then I was like, <laughs> gender. And let me tell you why. Okay. This man is a physical specimen right now. You yes, look great. I agree. And, and right now, let's think of the last couple of heels that held each title. Kevin Owens, people were still cheering him. You know, when Roman Reigns was holding the title, people were booing him. 
Then when mm-hmm. AJ Styles was holding the title, people were cheering him. So all the heels that they've been throwing have been getting cheered. You finally got a man that can be booed, and he's going to get booed because of how he looks. Look, we are still in 2017 America. Diversity is still a huge thing. Not so much white and black, but I I will tell you that we still, as as Americans, you know, see people from across the pond that are from the Middle East, and you're still kind of hesitant. And unfortunately, that's just the time that we live in. So we know as Americans that we're not going to accept this, so it's easier for a Middle Eastern man to get booed because no one's going to cheer for him. Everyone's going to chant USA, you know, because of how he looks. I mean, it's just, it's, this is the best way to finally have a heel and, and to, to make this work. And also the addition of the Singh brothers, I think this is going to last a long time because you're not mm. going to pair this guy up with, with backup if this is going to only be a one and done. You have guys that are going to help him get to the top, and it's going to be one of those annoying championship runs because these two little farts are going to get in the ring every single time and help Jinder win when Jinder should be getting beat. So I think on a marketing standpoint, I think on a marketing standpoint, this is finally the smartest thing because you finally have a true heel that the average American is not going to get behind because of the way this man looks. That is how they're always going to treat him. Everyone's going to boo him. No one cares about the Maharaja or whatever you want to say and all this freaking Shasa. We don't understand it, so automatically we're against it. Now, we accept Hispanics. We accept African Americans, you know, because it's something we're used to. When you see someone that looks different and that different with all this stuff going on with overseas, again, we're, we're treading that little that little era again that Muhammad Hassan was treading, and that's why that character had to be completely, you know, gotten rid of. Now it's not as bad, so we can play with this, but it's the perfect time yet again to try this whole diverse, different approach to a guy that is not going to be accepted, like AJ Styles or Kevin Owens or, you know, even if even if the Miz even if the Miz were to hold the title, yes, the Miz does get booed a lot, but he also does get cheered. You know, it's just one of those things. But here's a guy that 110 percent is going to get booed no matter what because of the way he looks, because he is not your standard, you know, American-looking poster boy. It, it's just it's a win-win. So they finally have someone that can hold this title and literally do whatever he wants. I truly think Randy Orton is the is the is the placeholder, and not not Jinder Mahal. Yeah. Okay. Oh. I like that. I like that. Fair enough. And you know what? I can go with that. But again, that's what, uh, the only reason I brought up Muhammad Hassan. Yes, the time where the world was still going through some stuff, and true, we haven't dealt with that kind of stuff in a long time. But it doesn't necessarily mean it couldn't happen. And do I think that gender would be a good heel champion to run with? Absolutely. Because, it's like you said, you brought up all those examples. He, he would definitely get legit heat and go with it, feed off of it. You know, 
I can't think of anybody better at this point in time who could do that. Not saying it can't happen, but oh, step away from just step away from this for just one second. Here's a question that I was wanting to pose to you guys that was posed to me this weekend. Okay. We know about Charlotte on SmackDown. The next one that I feel that's going to come up from, from uh, NXT would be Asuka. Here's the thing. I believe that they put her on Raw because I don't think the world could be ready to put, put her on SmackDown and have her face Charlotte. That, to me, is a WrestleMania money-making match right there. Because two incredible talents that have never been in the ring against each other that could definitely give us one of the best matches we probably will ever, will, will ever see. Now, what are the chances do you guys think, per se, because Raw's lacking women talent, so I have to believe they put her on Raw, and I say Asuka. Do you think that maybe mm. they'll pass, bypass and put Asuka on SmackDown and we could actually have that dream match sooner? Huh. Mm. That's a touchy subject, I'm, I'm sure, but at the same time, you can't tell me I'm not wrong it's, on this because Asuka and Charlotte, tell me they wouldn't put on a hell of a match. Hell, anybody that gets in the ring with Charlotte puts on a hell of a match, but Asuka has got the talent, and she can back it up, and she's been destroy, just going through everybody at, at NXT. She needs that challenge. Mm. Yeah, I mean, Asuka's the best in-ring female competitor on, on the entire roster. You know, whether you're talking NXT, Raw, SmackDown, whatever. Like, in bell to bell, she, she's the best in my opinion. And I could see her going to SmackDown because she's been, you know, doing the live shows with the SmackDown mm-hmm. team. But it just makes sense for her to go to Raw because they, they are uh, hurting now. Like, not no, no shade on Alexa or uh, Mickey James, but – for whatever reason, it, it feels like SmackDown has their women's division together where Raw seems to be rebuilding a little bit. Yeah, they're under a reconstruction phase, if you will, because if they wanted to make their women talent stand out, they were revolving it so much. And I said this, I'm not saying it was a bad thing, but they are revolving it, around, They were, or at least at that time, they were revolving the whole show, the women's division, if you will, on Raw, around Sasha Banks, and Charlotte. Now, that took them to a point. But when you surround the whole show, the women's division for, for Raw, around just two women, it's a double-edged sword. Because it will take you to a certain extent. And they did. They made history together. I'm giving all the credit in the world. But you did not allow any other women to get involved. No showcasing other women's talents. At, at least from my perspective. And, you know, and I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to always say I'm right all the time. Because I'm not. But that's just from my, my, my viewpoint on this. And now that Charlotte's gone, what, what, what's Sasha going to do? What's, what's Nia Jackson? Turn on, Bailey. <laughs> Even that's getting boring, though, guys. That's the thing. With, with Nia Jax, they're trying to build her up to be a mixture of, okay, obviously she's Samoan. We'll, we'll, we'll bypass that. A mixture of, and maybe I'm wrong for saying this, a mixture of China and Beth Phoenix. Both powerful women, both dominating presence, and I don't see why Nia couldn't couldn't be that dominant force on Raw. Why, why not? What's holding her back? What, is it the same situation that we see with with Braun Strowman, this big powerful person that they need to put up against somebody to make her, you know, get over? She's already over. 
Why couldn't she be the next women's champion? They won't ever yeah. put another woman up against men anymore. You can believe that. And what I mean is the, the era of China when they put women, when she would battle men in the ring. Now, obviously, they've had women in the Rumble, so that's saying that's not that that could still happen. But I don't know. I'm just I'm going back to Ron. I shouldn't do that. All right, I'm walking away. I'm done. Okay. That said, we kind of we trailed off from Asuka to to Charlotte to to Raw to I'm all over the place tonight. But then again, I usually am. So. And uh, all, happens, all I hear is uh, all I hear was just for a second there I heard that the chirping noises of crickets. Because my, my my guys here are just quiet on me now all of a sudden. Did I leave you all speechless? What's up with that? <laughs> I, must have, I, I never leave you guys speechless. You all got something to say. I know you do. Yeah, it's just one of those things, man, that, that you know, when, when you when you really think of, when you think of the women and you think of, of where it's going, I, I think I think the, the journey of the chase is better than the journey of a title one. So, uh, I, I think this is building it up perfectly because Sasha, I mean, excuse me, Alexa Bliss holding the title now enables the chase. And the chase, we don't know who it's going to be. It could be Bailey, it could be Sasha, but now the buildup to get this title is going to be so much sweeter than a heel just coming in there and, you know, just it, it's one thing for a heel to just kind of, there, there really is no chase. It, it was clean cut, you know, it's basically all right. Bailey had to go through everything to finally, finally beat Charlotte and get the title, right? Bam, now here comes Alexa Bliss, automatically takes it. Now we have to start the chase for the title once again. So the road to the next women's championship is going to be a while. But well, here's yeah. the thing with, with Bailey, though, Alex, and I, I wonder uh, what you and Felix think about this, but I think they've kind of handicapped Bailey since she came to the main roster. Because it felt like, you know, there's a natural progression when, like, you can feel it when, when somebody is taking that next step and then taking that next step and they finally culminate with that title. And for whatever reason, it, it didn't feel like that with Bailey because she won the title and then she beat Charlotte, broke the streak, and then, you know, we had this back and forth, Bailey give up the title because you cheated and you needed Sasha, all this other stuff they threw in there. Like, I think they did Bailey a disservice, so it doesn't feel like she's as hot as she should be right now. Yeah, I can agree with that. I do see what you're talking about, too. Yeah. Wow, that's all we get out of you, Alex? Yeah. Uh, are, you st- are, mean, you, are you stewing about that? I know you love you some Bailey. You know you, you're a hugger, too. You know you are. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm definitely, I am definitely a hugger. I love it, uh, and I love Bailey. But you know, hey, I mean, I can't really, I can't really follow up on that. I mean, I, I agree with what he said. And, you know, I mean, it's, you know, oh, I'm just messing with you, man. You know that. You know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, there's definitely a difference between the the reaction she gets on Raw and the reaction she got in NXT. And granted, you know, that's a smaller group of fans, but like Bailey should be like your blowout, knockout, by far and away your top baby face in the women's division, and even like in some of the promos we've seen leading up to uh, Payback, you know, they were still like, we want Sasha Chance in some of those arenas, and it's like, hmm, Bailey should be the main event, and it doesn't feel like she's the main event. 
No, no, she doesn't. But then again, uh, Foxy's been in the mid mid, mid card for for over ten <laughs> years. They put her as a champion for one, <laughs> and felt that was relevant enough. So maybe they'll do the same thing with with. with there it is. <laughs> you know, I, I don't mean to kind of do go there, but you know, I went there. Yeah. Anyway, it happens. You know, and it's and the sad part about this is I could bring up Paige, but I won't because mm. that's just kind of yeah that kind of came out of left field. Go figure. Uh. And then let's, and then yeah, of course, AJ Lee. Oh gosh, I miss that girl. But wait, I, oh yeah, yeah. Uh, no, AJ. You know, obviously she's re- she's somewhat retired. I don't think she'll be completely retired. But and then the whole pay situation is kind of sad. It, it really is kind of sad. I'm not going to go into too too much details because if y'all follow the internet, y'all know what's going on, and I'll leave it at that. I ain't going to be disrespectful to that extent. However. A talent that she has, she's still tied to WWE. She's, if I'm not mistaken, correct me if I'm wrong. Did she marry Alberto? I think that they did get married. Yeah, I heard that. That's the rumor I'm seeing, and I think I've referred, seen them refer to each other as husband and wife. So that said, should she? He's kind of guilt by association. It's a shame because both. I'm a huge fan of both people. They've got the talent that, you know, and, and if she's done, if she's cut her ties to WWE, put her on impact because that's where he's at. And I think she would definitely do something different with that, with the, with the roster of the knockouts. Let her do her thing. You know what? She's anti-diva. She's not the, 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 the quintessential diva. So let, let Paige do her thing and, and, you know, let her move on. You know, if WWE is not going to be working for her, then, you know, why couldn't impact? Why couldn't Ring of Honor? Why don't they let her just continue what she's doing? And, and when she gets the neck issue fixed, of course, I think by now she probably has. I'm not sure. But, yeah, they kind of run her through the mud and then some. And it's a shame. I'll leave it at that. If you guys want to chime in and say your piece on that. Go ahead. Craziest thing to me is she's still only 24. Like, she's really, right? really young. That's what I'm saying. And so, like. She's got a lot of career ahead of her if she wants to continue in this business, which, you know, is literally in her blood, given her family history. And so it's like, yeah, if I think the only reason the WWE hadn't cut her yet is probably because, A, there'd probably be some legal issues, but, B, things weren't in place. They might have cut ties with her because I think they they see her as a liability, which is a shame because, like you said, Felix, like she's – a hell of a performer, and she's so young that she's got a lot of life ahead of her. No doubt. I couldn't see why she wouldn't yeah. be, a, you know, she wouldn't be able to come back and and maybe have a run with WWE. I mean, Alberto came back twice. Okay, let me rephrase that. He can He he debuted and then he returned after a bad situation that got rectified, of course, to a point, and then they let him go again. Let's not talk about that return. That uh, that whole Mexican American thing with Zeb Coulter. The less less said about that, the best. <laughs> I'm just glad uh, Dutch, <laughs> old Dutch is back in Impact. Uh, you know, working where yep. he should be, because in that role, he, he he if there's anybody that's got a good mind for this business, it's old Dutch. Dutch knows mm-hmm. his stuff. So, Zeb Coulter, Uncle Zebekiah, whatever. 
Let's retire that character once and for all. Hopefully it happens. Because Dutch, I don't think he needs to be a character on TV. He doesn't need to get anybody over. If they can't do it on their own, I mean, they basically, there's no managers. So, I, you know, I got why they had him with Jack Swagger, whatever. But the whole thing, you know, he, he, he's better to serve backstage and, and that, in that role because, you know, he, he is so good at what he does. Just my opinion. Same thing could be said with Bruce Pritchard, who is a former guest on the show. I, I guess he's the authority figure for Impact at this point. I, maybe I'm wrong. But I don't know. I mean, the whole thing, the whole atmosphere of Impact has kind of changed. No, 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 no. I, I take that back. I'm, I'm guessing that's Karen Jarrett who might be the, the authority figure. But the whole atmosphere has changed a bit at Impact. Maybe I, I'm the only one seeing this, but it just feels different. Could it be we don't see Dixie no more? But I'm pumped. Yeah, I went there. Um, I don't know. Does it feel different to you guys? I mean, it's not a bad difference, just different. You know, I, I think one of the things that I like about Impact right now is it's a new home and a new opportunity for a lot of indie guys yeah. that are getting signed right now. And Absolutely. I am loving it because I feel like this show is, is bringing in that raw, well-deserved, independent talent that is scratching and clawing for an opportunity. I mean, they just signed Jack Stain, which is so well-deserved. And, you know, you have all these other yes, guys. Yes, I heard about that. Um, yes. yes, yes. Jack Stain signed. I mean, you got to look at uh, Angel Rose. She's signed now. Um, yeah. That's your, you know, that's your you girl have, right there. You have, that's your uh, girl. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yep. Lorette. Laredo Kid, and he got signed. I mean, all these guys that, that are well-deserving and, and, and are getting opportunities to make something of themselves. Chris Silvio getting his shot back there on, on impact. I mean, man, it's just it, – I, I hey, think it's all in the right direction. Know, I'm, I'm uh, enjoying the, it. The Aztec Warrior could be, uh, could be appearing on impact before we know. We might have an impact star with, on our hands right now. Hey, future impact <laughs> star, you never know. I man, all, never say never that, because uh, that's usually the way to go. Man, I tell you what, all those signings, I, I definitely want to find my way into a into an area around there, see see what can happen. <laughs> right? Hey, be you fun. Got talent, man. I couldn't see why you couldn't be on TV next week, next month, next year. Who knows? Keep hope alive, man. Right. Keep hope alive. <laughs> thank you, thank you. Hopefully, hopefully. Well, hey, you know. But yeah, man, it's, it's been for good. We, for all, it's been we, really for all good. we know, for all we know, they can they can replace uh, Josh Matthews. Annoying little fucker. Excuse my language, and put Nate <laughs> Nate Milton on there as the lead play-by-play guy. I'm sorry, Josh Matthews. I I met I met him in 2009, and he was cool as hell, cool as hell. Because I met him in Access, and we we called a match together. Cool guy. Dig it. What they're doing to him now is kind of a slap in the face to what they did with Michael Cole in 2011. But now this little mosquito, he's like a pain in the flipping butt. He just he just keeps buzzing around you and just want to. I want to punch him in the face, and I'm okay. <laughs> I, I get it's a show. I get it's a show. So they're doing their job, but uh, and they, I think they're lacking in the commentary department just a little, because you know he's good, but he's not great. He's not, and I think they they they're lacking what what Mike Tanay brought. They're lacking. You know, hell, I'll even go one further. Don West. He had no – I don't think he had any yeah. commentary background. But those two together, they, they, you, they made you feel the excitement. 
<laughs> and then that's the only problem. Although the, it's kind of mediocre at best, but you know. See, that's oh, wait, don't let him, I hope he doesn't listen to our show. <laughs> oh, oh, Taz, Taz is always listening. I know from experience. Uh, the less said about that, the better. <laughs> uh, yes. But that's the problem with, with uh, Josh to me. Like, I think he's a good commentator, and I like this character he's playing now. It's just he's got to be a man <laughs> playing this character because it doesn't work. It, it's, it's too distracting from the rest of the show, in my opinion. Yeah. You know, and I think that's what they and, and, and here's the thing with that They tried to do that on Raw back in, oh, in 11 with, with the King and, 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 and Michael Cole Putting yeah. Michael Cole in the damn Royal Rumble Come on <laughs> And that orange Ridiculous monstrosity that he wore And you know he wasn't digging that You know he wasn't comfortable wearing that crap But and then I great. think you're just kind of re- reenacting re- Reliving that whole thing with, with, with Josh and J.D. And TV don't have any business getting in. He, he, he knows his place there. That whole thing, I know he's just doing his job, and he's always been an Impact Wrestling, uh, Impact Wrestling uh, personality through and through, and he always will be. <sighs> anyway, I'm going to leave that alone because, yes, I'm, I'm, I'm nitpicky because I just think that they, they deserve better. They deserve somebody that's going to make you feel that passion, make you feel the excitement of the, of the matches that they're calling. <laughs> you know, I miss, I miss the days. I miss the days of Gorilla and Bobby. I'm not going to lie. I'm old school. I dig that stuff. They, they, you know, they told the story about what's going on in the ring, but you also felt the excitement, and they, they, they fed off of each other. Even J.R. and King during that height of the attitude there. That worked, but I was always more of a Gorilla and Bobby fan. I think I always will be, but, you know. I left them speechless again. <laughs> I, I think I think wow. you know, Nate and I are just really generous, and and we're we're, we're politely seeing who's going to talk first, you know. But kind of like it's it's our way of being like politely well, generous. Talk. No, you go ahead. Politely, talk, you know. So since when? Politely? No, no. Hold hold, <laughs> hold the phone. Politely generous? Since when? Since always. Really? Do we need to play the play the the, the backtrack of the last show we were on? together about a month ago? Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I don't see where we were not generous. Mm-hmm. Really? <laughs> oh, my good friend here. I beg to differ. It wasn't a bad thing, but it was kind of a, well, y'all let me know that y'all miss me, so I'll leave it at that. <laughs> yep. <laughs> That's yep. I, I, I could I take the joke. Trust me, I could. That's why I said I had to bust your chops a little bit. So, all things considered. <laughs> Oh yeah. That said, you know, what are we missing that we haven't talked about? Because I know we talked about Impact, we talked about Raw and SmackDown. What else is out there that we haven't touched on that needs to be addressed? I'll leave. I'll turn the mic over to you guys because I've been kind of talking up a storm here. On this, Felix, because uh, this, I guess this just happened today, uh, and it kind of ties into TNA because this gentleman used to be a part of Impact Wrestling, and that's Billy Corgan. Oh, uh, I guess oh, there you go. Billy Corgan is the new leader of the NWA. I follow Bruce Tharp and Leilani Kai, and I have been seeing that this has been floating around. And, you know, I'm not familiar with Billy Corgan's past. I know him as a musician. 
business-wise. I'm not familiar with how well he does run things or not. I don't know. So, that said, I'm interested. Because I think Impact didn't know what they had with, 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 with uh, Mr. Corgan. And that led to what it led to. And seeing where it goes now, uh, I would love to see an MWA show back on TV again. You know, I, when, when you give the fans the choice to watch and what to watch and make it interesting for them to watch, it's all the much more better for the fans. You know, there are people that follow Impact, people that follow Ring of Honor, people that follow New Japan, Pro Wrestling Guerrilla, WWE. You know, the list goes on and on, but a lot of these shows you can't see on TV. They don't have networks that, that, that will back them. And WWE is not stupid. They are not stupid by any means because they're looking to swallow up any little company that gives them the slightest bit of competition. So, yeah, that can be said about WrestleMania weekend as well. Because I remember going out to, to San Jose a couple of years ago, and I literally had to go, I think it was in, um, see, WrestleMania was in Santa Clara. But I believe uh, I, was, I went to uh, WrestleCon, which was in like, it totally had to be like a total, totally out of the whole city itself away from Santa, was it, uh, San Jose or Santa Clara, away from anything WWE, because WWE couldn't have any other wrestling shows going on near them that would take, the, would take, them, would take away from the fact that people were coming to see WWE. Why not let them enjoy themselves and go to all the wrestling shows? But, yeah, WWE is not stupid. They're very watchful. They know that if a challenge steps up and gives them legit competition, they're going to have to step their game up again. Yeah, yeah. I that's mean, what I having having, having, more, having more wrestling shows out there just gives people more more of something to watch. That's all. That's <clears> my <throat> my point, basically. Yeah, I mean, it, it always happens. I mean, it's it's uh, it's just one of those things that you know when when someone starts doing well, the big guys get a little shaken up, and then you know you start seeing little things happen. So, I mean, it's just it, 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 it's the threat of competition but knowing that you can buy out whoever you want so <laughs> yep <laughs> agreed so I mean, what, what do you there, do at that wasn't point? there a rumor of ring of honor being bought out at one at one point by wwe yeah not saying it can't happen I, good, I heard but, it i heard it you know it's been it's made its rounds throughout you know the, the wrestling news media, and there's been a lot of things going on in the wrestling news media that I think this is what I got to say that really just ticks me off because, unfortunately, it, it puts us in that same scenario in a sense because we're part of the wrestling news media in a sense because we're talking about it on our podcast here. But when people have the need to dive into other people's personal lives, that's just too much. That's just trashy. That's just Jerry Springer-ish type stuff that it's not necessary. You know, these guys, you got, the wrestlers in general, you guys, and I'm referring to you as, as well, Alex, because this is your lifestyle as well. When you guys are out there performing for us, you're, you're, we all, we, we, you know, we're investing in you, we see you and everything, and that's fine. Once the show's over, you know, things are not, we, you guys are not obligated to us in any way. You don't owe us anything. We should not have to know that, oh, well, somebody got busted for a drug or somebody's having sex with this person. Who in the hell cares? We're human beings. These guys are human beings, too. They live normal lives away from the cameras. That, to me, just is exactly. I'm sorry. That, that stuff doesn't need to be brought up. 
you know, the issues with China and her family don't need to be brought up. The issues with, with what happened to, to Sean Waltman do not need to be brought up. Sonny, who she's dating these days, who she's sleeping with, who cares? Is it going to, going to sleep better knowing what, who, what's going on? Is it going to make you feel more like a true wrestling fan because you're talking trash about people in their personal lives? Ugh. I'm sorry, you know, and then that's when they, when people, when I try to get people to come on my podcast, and I'm not taking shots at anybody, I'm not going to name any names, but they start to wonder, what kind of podcast do you have? Well, I'm very proud of what I've built this far. It's taken a team effort, but I've come this far, and we've had some good names. And if they didn't trust what we brought, they would not have come on. And what the hell is that buzzing? I, I have no idea. Hmm. Is it, I didn't hear is it my phone or is it somebody's phone? I heard. I just hear. I keep hearing up. Bzz, 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 as as, as, as Vince shot. trying to shut up, Vince trying to kick us off the air. Oh shit! Okay, <laughs> we're in trouble. Uh, it could, but uh, but that's actually, turn it off. Steve, look, I actually right? just received an email from the uh, anonymous raw general manager that Vince McMahon has just <laughs> bought Pipe <laughs> Bomb Radio. <laughs> Not over my dead body. Shoot. <laughs> <laughs> but no, that's just that's just that's what I said. I don't like to be associated with the trashiness that that the wrestling media likes to bring. That's not who we are. That's not who I who I wanted this show to be about. This is not. I wanted it to be respectful. I wanted it to be looked at as something that could be respectable. Because if it wasn't, how could we have gotten uh, Hector Guerrero, uh, Bruno Sammartino, Blackjack Mulligan, Brett the mm-hmm. Hitman Hart, uh, Nigel McGuinness? You know, uh, Boogie Woogie Man. You know, that's one of Nate's favorite. Where is it? Um, <laughs> right? You know, as so I said, I, I had to throw that in there because I just was looking at over the, the media, and I know you all know what I'm talking about when it comes to Sean Waltman and, and, and Sonny. You know, not necessarily linked, linked together, but the things that they've been dealing with in their lives. That's none of our business. It's really not. And that's where you bring up the trashiness of TMZ. Don't even get me started on that because uh, – that's another, another, that could be for another show. Unfortunately, why do people feel like they're, we have, you guys, you guys need to give us what's going on in your life. That's the shit that pisses me off. I'm sorry with my language, but it really just pisses me off. Yep. Well, that, you don't we live, unfortunately we live, well, that, that's the thing, you know, we live in an era where people get turned on by other people's failures and, and, you know, they just that's want a good to, way to put people it. do bad and, 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 you know, it's like, other people's problems are other are people's entertainment, and it's like, so what? Mm-hmm. We all make mistakes. We're all human. We all do things. You know, it's like. Yes. But the minute the minute it happens to you, oh no, this isn't funny. But you were just making fun of somebody and wanting to see their life go down the drain not too long mm-hmm. ago. But now because it's it's you now now everyone's got to feel bad for you. Like no, it doesn't work that way. So, you know, it's just there you go. Unfortunately, man, it's just the, the time we live in. Yeah, and that's the problem. Like Same. the toothpaste is out of the tube. Like it's not, it's not going to get better anytime soon. I don't think. You know, it's it's that's a good comparison right there. You know, it, it's it's kind of like there used to be a time where there was news and then there was gossip, but now we are in an era where the line is really blurred between the two, and I don't think it's going to change anytime yeah. soon. Unfortunately, no, it's unfortunate. But yeah, you're right. It will not change. It's just it's disappointing. And I'm just thankful that we've been able to push away from that. Because, yes, Pipeline Radio voices their opinion. 
Is it always right? No. Is it what should be done? Probably not. But we're entitled to our opinion, and we'll leave it at that. Now, when we have a guest on the show, we will never be disrespectful. We will never call them out on their 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 bad bad spots or whatever. And that's their business. That's not what my show is about. And I say my show because initially when I started this with Austin, this is where I wanted it to go, and I'm proud to say it happened. And I'm proud to say we're not trash, and nor will, I don't think we will ever be trash. So that's my rant on wrestling news media sites and just trashy BS that does just don't need to be addressed. <laughs> and although that, I, I will say though, Felix, to, to the listeners, if, if the listeners uh, that that do like gossip, email me with the hashtag Latin Lover, and I'll give you the whole scoop. <laughs> oh my God! You went there, didn't you? You went there. Yes, you did. It is more caliente. That's okay, <laughs> Jesus. Oh my God! Why am I thinking of Nacho Libre all of a sudden? I don't know why Nacho Libre popped into my head. Anyway, no, but there is a movie Uh-oh. out there today, nowadays that's called uh, "How to Be a Latin Lover." Yeah, is I that what you're referencing? Because Oh Jesus! You know what? I think I'm I'm looking for you. I, I didn't see you. I didn't see you on screen, uh, El Jefe. Uh, that's what I was saying. I'm probably going to have to go check it out and maybe learn a few. Maybe learn, learn a few tricks. Maybe that'll. Never mind. Yeah, never mind. I'm going to leave that alone because I'll just walk myself right into a dumbass joke that I don't need to hear. <laughs> <laughs> and Alex is not going to say nothing because he's Latin too, and he he's going to keep himself quiet for that one. Yes, I am. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I can't throw myself under the bus. I mean, no, and I've been known to do that a few times. So I have, I have the, the, the disease that insert open mouth, insert foot disease quite often. So, <laughs> you think at my age I'd learn a lesson or two, but no, I'm still learning. That's okay though. That's okay though. I surround myself with good people. So, and they, uh, whether I'm saying something stupid or act stupid, you know, I know that they're always going to be there. So. Amen. Said, what have we not? What am I missing? What did we did we forget anything? Do we need to address anything else? Uh, oh yes, yes we do. Let's talk about upcoming shows. Because I know you guys got them. I know Alex said you were going to take uh, you you were going to take it take it easy this month. So uh, do you have any shows coming up this month? That you want to talk uh, about? May thirteenth. Yeah, May thirteenth. I'm going to be in Sandersville, Mississippi for uh, SWA. I'm finish, finishing up a. Uh, a little rivalry match series that I got going on with with uh, Lucas Frost, but um, other than that, nope. I'm gonna be on a seven day vacation, going on a cruise with my family and my friends. Uh, one mm-hmm. one of them being Ray Fury, one of my brothers. So, um, you know, we're gonna we're gonna go all hang out and enjoy some well deserved time off. And um, but come June June third, I'm sorry, not June third. We changed the date. June 11th, Elevate Pro. We're going to have our Together We Rise show in Chalmette, Louisiana, which is going to be pretty fun, and uh, also preparing for June 25th over in Norcross, Georgia, for MLA 12 Border Wars, which is going to be great. So that's all I got coming up. I will say I would love to have uh, one of the stars from the show on maybe in June, maybe help promote the show, besides yourself, of course. But I'd love to have, you know, maybe uh, like we did with uh, one of your your mentors on uh, a few months back, 
what do you, if we can make that happen, that'd be sweet. Uh, just put the word out, and we'd love to have him on the show. For sure. Heck yeah. But um, make it happen. All right. Okay. Um, with that said, Nate, what you got? got you guys anything uh, coming up the next uh, the next week or so for the shows for your shows that you got coming up? Or did you mention that in the beginning? Well, uh, first, first of all, I, I just want the one of the listeners, somebody out there. I know we don't ask a lot of you guys and girls, but somebody who's good at Photoshop or artwork needs to put together oh, no. a version of you, Felix. You remember the old Captain Mike Rotunda shirt from WCW? Oh, God. It was like Michael yeah. Sunder's head on a boat's body. I, I need somebody to create an Alex Cruz shirt with Alex on a cruise ship like Captain yes. Michael Sunder. We, oh, we need that. I love it. I love it. <laughs> uh, but other than that, uh, Kings of Sports, you can check that out. Uh, this week we're talking NBA playoffs, and Marcus is in Hawaii. So uh, he's on the – on the show this week, uh, but don't hold your breath. Uh, that's King of Sport. Uh, I've got clotheslines and headlines again on, on Place to Be Nation. Keep it 2000 with Law Radio, and of course, Pipe Bomb Radio here with. Uh... Yes, yes. And what I think you should do, Nate, as a future guest on the show, or even a future uh, uh, guest co-host. I think we need to take Alex and uh, send him your way for and, and see what he, what how he likes it over in your neck of the woods and with you and Marcus or or, or whatever show you guys can bring him on. I think that'd be a pretty awesome deal if you know as long as Alex is available and you know. I'm always about it. Just get with me. I'll always make time. Especially uh, for the how guys. Pol- how polite Alex is <laughs> as we learned this week. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, hey, look, he is very polite today. Look, I don't, I don't know, I don't know why, why we're acting like you know I'm, I'm not polite or generous or even Nate. I mean, we, we over the month that that you were not here, we held the show down with class and and just courtesy, and we were very well mannered. I mean, it's not like we were uh, really talking that bad about certain things, you know. I mean, it's not like. We we really emphasized how Roman Reigns retired the Undertaker, you know, and you were like really heartbroken oh. about it or anything. But we were <laughs> we were very tired. Oh, we were Well played, well played, well played, well played. I'll give you that one. That was well played. I didn't expect that one, so I'll give you that. Yeah, Felix, you're uh-huh. sitting alone in this room with the Undertaker's hat, singing it so hard to say goodbye to yesterday. No, you didn't. No, you did not. Oh, my God. That's... Damn. How'd y'all know I found his hat? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> all right. That's all right. I, you know, people people know that I, I back up the Undertaker, and, that, and I'm not afraid to show it because I have a tattoo of uh, of his uh, symbol on my arm with the 21 and 0 streak where it should have ended. But I'll leave it at that. Hey, he'll be he'll be in the Hall of Fame. Uh, you know, my ultimate wish is that he does go in next year, and I can be in New. Oh, ah, did I just say that? I want to be in New Orleans. Ooh, I don't know if I want to do that because that's the same place the streak died. Ooh, <laughs> I just thought my, I kind of left a nasty taste in my mouth all of a sudden. However, if he goes, hey, well, it's still my neck of the woods, man. We'll have fun. Uh oh. 
Uh, <laughs> I don't realize I'm going to be in his neck of the woods. Uh, I should be Look, third. If, 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 well, like I said, I live right outside New Orleans in the good parts. So if uh, if you guys oh, come down, we'll we'll do a, we'll do a live pipe bomb radio, and man, it'll be fun. We'll make it happen. Yeah, I'll see why not. I mean, my plan is to be in New Orleans, and now that I'm a travel agent, I can look out, kind of check out for the deals, and and and, and make that happen too, and see if I can avoid Hurricane Austin. Wink, wink. Because <laughs> he knows I'm coming to it. <laughs> and if I'm not mistaken, he's going to be looking for me. Uh, that's it. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, yes, their plan definitely is to be at WrestleMania. But like I said, if the Undertaker gets inducted, I want to be there. I think the icing on the cake would finally make it make it make me be at peace with everything. Is see China going to the Hall of Fame once and for all? Because they're going to mm-hmm. do her the same way they did Macho Man, induct him and then forget about him, and that's fine. You know, to me that just needs to be put to rest and just give her the induction and that and be done with it. You know, the fans want to see it. End of story. I have my, my reservations, but I want to see it happen. So that to me would be uh, my the icing on the cake, the cherry on top, if you will, the, of, uh, of the many trips I've taken to WrestleMania, and I've been to uh, at least seven or eight WrestleManias over the years. And each experience has been memorable, and I take with it a lot of, a lot of good memories. Meeting a lot of good stars. Most recently, I was obviously blessed with the opportunity God rest his soul to meet the, meet the hot rod on the way back from San Jose. Mm. <laughs> I, that was definitely a moment I never thought I'd see happen, and then just months later for him to die. That was just that was sad. But who doesn't love them some hot rod? I don't know anybody who does. <laughs> but uh, other than that, I think you know. With that said, you know we'll just go ahead and uh, call it call it a night, guys. And uh, job well done. And we have always we always have some fun. We do have a guest planned uh, for the next show in a couple weeks. Uh, stay tuned for more details on that. If I'm not mistaken, Alex and I and, uh, and Nate were talking about that earlier today, or possibly yesterday, but there is a guest in the works for sure. We'll be we'll be bringing this person on in about two weeks. In the meantime, on behalf of uh, Nate and myself and Alex, we say keep your feet on the ground, keep reaching for the stars, and we'll see you guys in two weeks. Have a good night, guys. Good night, fellas. Yeah. Knock it the gun.